Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 201. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast, also known as The Party in a Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And tonight we're here to discuss Season 5, Episode 9, titled Namaste. Stephanie, I loved this episode. It was great. I'll tell you what, it was just an amazing journey uh, through time, and you know we, we've got some notes here that we want to talk about. Before we get into things, I, I just want to say I'm very excited about a special presentation that we have here for GSPN.TV and the Weekly Lost Podcast. Uh, everybody in the chat room is like, who is the interviewee? If you follow us on Twitter, uh, you can follow me over at uh, twitter.com slash gspn. You can follow Stephanie at twitter.com slash mom. You may have seen where we've been talking about the fact that we had an actor from the TV show Lost who was making a reappearance uh, in this episode and will be uh, in the following three episodes after tonight. And uh, we had pretty much said that I would be doing an interview with this person, did that interview today at 2 o'clock our time, recorded it, have about, it's actually 12 minutes and 15 seconds in length, and I will announce right now that the person we interviewed was Sterling Bowman, who happened to play the character that we saw not until the final 30 seconds of the episode. Young Ben. Young Ben. How awesome is that? It's really cool. I am so glad. We haven't seen him since season three, and it just makes sense that he would come back and, and we would get to see him interact with folks. And I loved Chef Mark, or I, it may have been somebody else, and if it wasn't Chef Mark, I apologize. But in the chat room, as soon as the, we saw Saeed as prisoner... And Ben on the other side bringing a sandwich. Mm-hmm. They said, what an amazing role reversal that is. It was really cool. Yeah. You know, that was mm-hmm. ingenious. And so we are going to play for you guys that interview in just a few moments. But before we do that, we want to give you our initial reaction and thoughts just to the episode itself. First thing I noticed, Stephanie, is that they took us all the way back to the plane. They backed yes. us up a little bit in the storyline. Yes. And we happened to see something that I mentioned before. And some folks said, well, no, no, no that they're on the main island or something. Right. But no, in fact, we did see that what? they were on the, the separate smaller island. Exactly. And landed on a runway. Exactly. And I would have to say that that's the runway that was being built for maybe just such a purpose. Maybe just such a purpose. Absolutely. Exactly. The other thing that was kind of shocking was the fact, and and I don't know why it was so shocking, but we recognized right then and there that Sun didn't go back with the others. But I guess it kind of makes sense. Why does it make sense? I I don't know. I, I guess because we didn't see her in the big, huge reunion with Jack, uh, Hurley, and Kate. 
But then again, right. it, but but Sawyer or not Sawyer, but Saeed was left behind as well in nineteen seventy seven. Well, he didn't. Yeah, he's he's in seventy seven. So why why do you think Sun didn't disappear and go back in time? Well, based on her based on her conversation with Christian, I think she has a greater purpose to play. All right, he said you have a long journey ahead of you. Yes, I don't think that they will. <laughs> I think that they will be reunited. Okay. I just think that there's something that they each have to do first. In that last scene, since we, we've already jumped to Christian Shepherd, in that last scene, the door... As soon as the light came on, I said it's Christian. Yeah, you did. You did. But in I that, love him popping up everywhere. I do too. Okay, go I ahead. Do. I do. I love Christian Shepherd. Ever since he had that... I, I need to go back into... I think it was season one or season two... It was back at the hospital. Jack is giving his dad a hard time about everything. And he and, and Christian says to Jack and gives him this big thing about, you don't understand. What we're doing here is much bigger than saving lives. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And and, and I said from that day, I'm like, He's dude, alive. He, he, is, he is so alive Absolutely. on this island. There is something going on with him. And, and I was I, I just love that the fact that. You know, it's turning out to be very important. He's playing a very important role here. So with that being said, where was I going with this? Oh, in that last scene, they're inside and and he's starting to he shows them the picture of 1977. Yes, he does. And just as they cut back to where you can see the door, the door kind of flings open. And it was if it I don't know if it was just me. But it appeared as though Smokey was, was coming in the room. Yeah, did you see that? Absolutely. I thought that there was gray smoke coming yeah. in the room. Did everybody else in the chat room, did you guys see that? By the way, we're recording this, as always, in front of a live internet o- audience. And yeah, they, they and basically, I mean, everybody the says, time, yeah. As soon as they got to the dock, as soon as Lupitas and Son got to the dock and came out, we heard it right away. And I love that she just kind of... And she knew exactly what it was. Yes, she did. And she played it off. It's just an animal or whatever she said. Yeah, and there was also the whispers mm-hmm. we heard again. And so I'm hoping that we'll be able to get some audio recordings of yeah. that. <laughs> See if we can find anything intelligible out of it. It could be, you know, of course we didn't see Smokey. You know, I felt like we saw Smokey kind of enter the room in, in, in a certain way. I thought so. And and I, I hope this doesn't lead any credence to Smokey has manifested himself as Christian Shepherd. I would not like that at all. I, personally, I want, I want Smokey to be Smokey, and I want these people to be people. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. With that said, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Sawyer and Juliet. Yes. What are we going to do about them? What do you mean, what are we going to do about them? The chat room is totally on board, I think, for the most part what, during the show as I was watching the chat room. It seems, and I think it was Chef Mark again that said something about these two brunettes better, better not do anything to screw up the oh, relationship between these two blondes. Absolutely not. And if they do, I will be so mad. Okay, do you remember a few weeks ago people were getting all, you know, theories are coming out? And I said, look, it's their story to tell. They're going to tell a story. Speaking of the writers and Damon and Carlton and all of them geniuses sitting over there. Yep. I said, it's their story to tell. Let's let them tell it. 
Yes, you if did. If they screw with this, I totally take that back. There you go. Damon Carlson, you <laughs> heard it from Stephanie right here. You're totally screwed if you mess up Kate and, or no. if, I'm sorry, Juliet and Sawyer. Absolutely. I just, I think that, I think that they make sense. <laughs> I think that they make sense together. And <laughs> Hubert is in the chat. I'm sorry. I know you just said something. It, yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, but you, that's okay. So what's said, Hubert? No, I, can I just tell you that I know exactly what you just said? Just confirming here. Did you just say that Sawyer, Sawyer and Juliet just make sense? They make sense together. Absolutely. See, that's what I said. I was listening but, and multitasking and yeah. getting a crack out of Hubert here. I agree with Hubert. Yes, Juliet gets hotter every episode. She does. She does. She's got the straight hair going on. Now that they live in um, Dharmaville, she's clean, which has a whole <laughs> lot to do with it. And... um. I, I think that she is more beautiful now than, than she was, although I do love her curly hair. So. All right. We get to see the flame station in yes. action in this episode. Loving the flame station in full action with everything, quote unquote, quote unquote, being new technology back then. Very cool. We obviously saw Radzinski designing. Well, first yeah. of all, we saw Radzinski. Right. Absolutely. How cool is that? Really cool. Now, I didn't look up the name of the actor yet. But I did see from my good friend Daniel Johnson Jr. here in Cincinnati, he sent out a tweet today linking to a story in the Cincinnati Inquirer. The guy who plays Radzinski. How do you spell Radzinski? I don't. Radzinski. R-A-D-Z-I-N. I got it. K-S-K-I. Radzinski. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that he went to Fairfield High School here in Cincinnati. So... Um, at at this point, we're just going to say how cool is that and move on. It's really cool. I'm looking, I I have the page in front of me. Okay. Um, looking at the, and there it is in the chat room. And it is Eric, Eric Lang. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at the page. Born February 19th, 1973. He's from Hamilton, Ohio, also known as Cincinnati. Yes, I'm looking at the Lostopedia page for the Lostopedia page for Redzinski. Okay. And it has a picture of him and everything. But maybe I'm just really slow tonight. I don't see his name on here anywhere. All right. Well, we got it. Eric Lang. Yeah. And uh, how cool is that? And who knows? Maybe we'll see if we can set up an interview with him uh, with our local connections here. How's that sound? That would be cool. All right. Uh, moving along. It was, oh, but he was building the Swan Station yes, model, which was neat. Uh, son following Ben. That was that was a neat storyline because we had some questions there. Yeah. First of all, how does Ben show up in the infirmary with the patient or with the people that were injured in the plane if he goes away and leaves the, the wreckage? Yes, Obviously, son put him there. <laughs> Which I've loved. And the other question was, you know, Lapidus seemed like he what didn't want anything to go to do with the fact that with um, Son and Ben and their boat. And yet in the last, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before, but when we we uh, hear, oh gosh, what's their names? Um, do, 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 do. The, Caesar and yes, yeah, the the new Nikki Impalo. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the 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 not I so annoying her ones. name, but his name but yeah. is Caesar. Caesar and and Alana. And Alana, because he makes tell, you on a salad. Told 
told John Locke, say, listen, I don't know. The pilot and, and some yeah. Asian lady got into a boat and left. That's right. So we're like, how in the world is all this going to happen? And one whack of across the head uh, from Although from the paddle. I do have to say that I think that his Ben's makeup is, is a little... Um, a little off? Off, yeah. I Why think is that? that I, well, I think that the last time we saw him, he was more beat up than he is now, even when he was in the infirmary. Like, I yeah. know we saw him take his arm thing off. He's he's healed. So now he's healed, but then he's more beat up. Okay, it, it I just, can answer that for you. Okay. Okay, so first of all, you're, when he got on, when he boarded the plane... He was he, really he beat was, up. He was really beat up. Absolutely. The he island started to, the, to heal him. Started to heal him. Yes. And then one huge gigantic whack over the head with the with a with an oar. So all his previous injuries come back? Yeah, of course. Can yeah, that really doesn't make any sense. Come on, Stephanie. It's a show, yeah. right? You do know that, right? <laughs> it's lost. Okay. Okay, I cut this show more breaks than anyone else in the lost community. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Fair enough. Just saying. Son following Ben. We already talked about that. <gasps> the baby. We knew the baby <gasps> was going to be. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. It's Ethan. <laughs> Where's Faraday? <laughs> Come on. Give me, I was. Can you let me do you, the build up? Okay. So we've been here for like 11 minutes and you've done most of the talking. So, so tell us what you think about it being Ethan. I, it, it doesn't matter to me either way who the baby was, but I loved Juliet's reaction when Amy said. That it was Ethan. Now tell they me, were naming him Ethan. why did she have that reaction? Because she knows he's dead. Well, she, wasn't she and Ethan uh, a part thing? of the whole? No, weren't they a couple? Oh, yeah. The, or no, she was. They had she a was fling. With, with, they had did a they fling. have a fling? I think no, they did. She was with Goodwin. She just gets around okay. a lot. <laughs> she wasn't had she? A, some are saying she had a thing with. No, it was Goodwin. Somewhat. She had a relationship with Goodwin, although we did see Ethan fixing something at her house. Okay, everybody's saying no, she was with Goodwin. Okay, all although right. We did see him. We, we did see him fixing something at at her house, which would give people the impression that he lived there. But I figured since she was, was just, fixing, he was fixing the plumbing. He was fixing the plumbing. Yes. So I apologize <laughs> profusely because that was bad. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it was bad. No, she was never with Ethan. I think that it's just because um, they were on the whole Claire baby stealing thing together, weren't they? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Ethan Ethan was in charge. No, I don't think she was in on the... Yeah, I guess she was in on the stealing the baby. Yeah, because okay. she, she needed... Yeah, abso- absolutely. No doubt. So where is Faraday, Stephanie? I think he went crazy. Do you think so? Uh-huh. Is it possible? Have we seen him since the statue? Mm-hmm. We have. At the white table? Yeah. When, <gasps> when Sawyer You're was right. feeding them his... Not anymore is what we got. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. But you're right. We did see him Remember? last episode at the table. That was the... The uh, record the, spinning the record again. Spinning. We're just not on the song we want to be on. Yeah. Yep. Kidnapped by baby Charlotte. I think it says kidnapped baby Charlotte. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's Although what I get. the other would be funny. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last scene with Christian Shepard one more time. Uh, and who we, we have son and we have Lapidus outside of the, mm-hmm. the, the barracks there. He looks so different without facial hair. He does. I mean, so di- it's unbelievable. Yep. 
And so he looks like he went back thirty years in age. He just does. by taking off the facial hair. He does. Yeah. Anyway. He's, he's looking pretty good. So Christian Shepherd says, Follow me. I loved it. And I wrote in the chat room, and I will make you fishers of men. You did. Because, you know, just get, you know, if you think about if he is he the quote unquote leader, is he the one in charge and stuff like that? And the the whole, you know, his last name is Shepherd. Anyway, I, it's a bit of a stretch. Long journey. Exactly. See? Yeah. You got it. All right. So are we ready? I think people are ready to hear this interview now. Okay. Are you, are you or do, what else do you have? I mean, go ahead. Anything else? We 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 still have plenty um, of time. There here. was some talk in the in the chat room over whether um, Jack is a janitor was intentional. Yes, it was. I I have Absolutely. no doubt about that yeah. one. And I have to say, did you notice what Kate is? No, I didn't. Okay, she was wearing the dark blue jumpsuit, just like Juliet. So she would be a mechanic. A mechanic. So which... Juliet can keep her eye on her. <laughs> I got my eyes on. I you. got my eyes on you. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, that makes sense because, you know, Kate or not Kate, but um, Evangeline Lilly used to be a grease monkey. She did. She used to uh, go around changing on big trucks. She used to change oil and stuff like that. Absolutely, she did. So So she she was a mechanic. And um, she's back to doing that again. (laughs) Here she thought she had a big break in TV. A little bit more money, though. Yeah, I think so. Probably. (laughs) But um, I think that it's really cool because I. That is so intentional. Yeah. But what we didn't find out was what Hurley's occupation is yeah, going to be. Yeah, that's going to be good that's to know. That's going to be funny. That's going to be good to know. And then... Can he um, be like camp entertainment and like be, you know, he's going to tell be, jokes? <laughs> what about Hurley? Mm, cook. <laughs> so the thing is, is that one of the things we forgot to... I didn't write any notes about is this guy. I don't remember his name, but the guy with the checklist. He totally suspects something. Jim? No, I don't know his name. I forget. Phil is his name. I don't, okay, yeah. everybody's saying Phil. You're saying Phil. Very good. Um, so Phil with the checklist with his with his uh, clipboard. Yes, he's he's he suspects something, he and does. this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Next week is going to be awesome. I love this episode. I give this episode a total five out of five stars. Even though they made me sit through about eighteen seconds of watching that goofy woman. Stare Calm at I know. I know. I just don't like Kate. I know you don't. And if she messes up Juliet and Sawyer, I'm gonna be very upset. I, I I will be as well. Yeah. Alrighty. You ready for the interview now? I am. Alright, here we go. I'm gonna let the thing roll from beginning to end. It's twelve minutes, fifteen seconds, and uh we'll pick it up right after this. Alright, so we're talking with Sterling Bowman. I wanted to talk to you a little bit and ask you a few questions. First off, how old are you? I'm 13. I understand that you are very big into music and you like to play guitar and sing. Is that correct? Yes, that is. What kind of music are you into? Pop rock, and I'm working on recording my. Uh, I'm working on recording a CD right now. Do you have a band of your own then? No, actually, it's just me and my guitar and I, whoever I can get. <laughs> nice. What kind, uh, So, when is this album going to be released? Um, it's not going to really be released as an album. It's just going to be released on iTunes whenever we can get it up there. Very cool. How long have you been acting? I've been acting since I was five. You know what? My daughter and my son want me to ask you about some movie called Mostly Ghostly, something about the Disney Channel. Yeah, it's actually a universal movie that the Disney Channel uh, played, and it, it was sort of in Disney Channel, uh, loved it. 
And so I'm hoping that they do a second. Tell them that um, keep asking for a second and it might happen. What other kind of projects have you been involved in in the past before Lost? Before Lost, I was always involved in theater. The big theater guy, and along with, and also Michael Emerson. So that's really cool. Um, besides theater, just um, I guest star, guest star parts, and hanging out. You played the role of Ben in season three, episode twenty of Lost, titled "The Man Behind the Curtain." And yes. can you tell us a little bit about how you got the part? I went into audition, and then. They, they really liked me because I could cry, and April Webster, the casting director, um, said, that, said that I was awesome, that she wanted to bring me back. So, I was, so after a while, nothing happened. And I was like, oh, I guess they're really not going to bring me back. Then out of the blue, we get a call that we're going to go into the Lost production office, and it's funny because I went into Building 23, which is the Lost Writers and Producers Office, which is hilarious because it is 23, same... 23 is 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Very cool. Now, did you get to meet... And I the... auditioned, and, and uh, they really liked me, and they said, hey, we're going to book you on this. And little did I know, one week later, I I was flying out to Hawaii. Have you met Damon and Carlton? Is that who you talked with, or did you talk to somebody else? I don't, I truthfully, I forget who I talked to, but I actually know Damon and Carlton. Uh, I actually heard a rumor well, it's actually not a rumor. I heard about this in another in another interview that you actually hated the TV show Lost before you got the part of Young Ben. Can you tell I us? What- I hate I hated that show. I hated the show because I was on another show called In Case of Emergency. That was a guest star part that I that kept on getting preempted because my episode kept on getting preempted because of Lost. And I was like, oh, I hate that stupid Lost show. Did, did they ever air the episode that you were on? Finally, eventually, after like three weeks of preempting it, <laughs> Lost, Lost took their break. Now, after you got the part, I heard that you and your mom went out and got the DVD sets of everything that was available up to that point and watched watched everything. Are you caught watched up to date? everything in Hawaii. I'm up to date, and I have been, we were up to date at the start of season four. Because season three, we had, we had missed half, more than half of it. So... We didn't watch any of the episodes when they aired except mine. Now, are you watching season five as it's being showed on television? I am watching season five as it was being showed. And the good thing is, since everyone on the set knew I was a fan, they didn't tell me anything that that had already previously happened. So I was like, ugh! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because they knew I was a fan and they didn't want to spoil anything. Great. I understand you're not allowed to say much about what's going on right now with Lost. I understand that completely. You got a. You have released that you have a four episode arc that starts this evening. So everyone to boycott American Idol. Oh, American what? American Idol. It's yeah. on. Time is lost. Yeah, we we don't watch that show. Yeah, we don't watch that show. <laughs> Same old thing. Exactly. So starting tonight with Namaste, you'll be on for four episodes. The good news is for our listeners, you and I have another interview scheduled for April twenty second, which then yes, you'll right be after. Yeah, so you'll be able to come back and answer some questions related to you what you've worked on. Yeah. Let me ask you, what has been the most difficult thing actually working for the filming of Lost? Not being able to say anything. It's so hard because I want to tell them, Oh, I did this, I did this, I did that. You just can't. It's oh, it's such a pain. <laughs> Do you find people trying to pump information from you, trying to get you to spill the beans? 
Oh, all the time, all the time. I had a, I was at this audition, and this lady comes up to me. You better tell me what's going to happen, Sterling. <laughs> sort of like, and some some people just tell me, you better tell me, or you're not going to be my friend, or <laughs> you know, jokingly, of course. But um, a lot of people, especially interviewers, they're like, so, and they try to manipulate the way I say stuff, and they, and sometimes they get something out of me, but it's never anything big that tells anything. Well, we're not going to do that to you here, and much, you. <laughs> much, much to the disappointment of my listeners. Although um, I, I will say to my listeners out there that after everything's all said and done, and, and to be honest with you, I'm a fan of the show, and so therefore I don't want to be spoiled. Okay, good. But but we are going to come back afterwards. We do want to ask you about so, how some of the things that we're going to see were filmed, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Now, what about the weather? Did you have to move to Hawaii? Or are you just staying in Hawaii per, uh, temporarily? No, actually, I was in Hawaii just for, uh, like, two or three weeks at a time. The first time I was there was for three weeks, and these past times I was there for two-week segments over a course of two months. And you have been on the show one time, one episode. I know that from the Disney movie, you get all kinds of younger folks who have seen you in the movie Mostly Ghostly. They understand who you are, recognize you, and say, oh, my gosh, you're the guy from Mostly Ghostly. Is that correct? Yeah. More people recognize me from that, and especially sort of because kids are more willing to say, oh, they're more willing to get to get it wrong, almost, if, you, if, I, if I say that right. Um, they almost are more willing to get it wrong if it is not me. And some kids, and most adults aren't willing to take risks to ask if it really is me. Because, plus, it was two years ago, and Mostly Ghostly... Sort of, and also a new hairstyle sort of thing. So I look a little bit different. But uh, the one person, the one guy, one adult that did recognize me, I was in a surf shop a year, a year after, this is about a year ago. So a year after the episode aired, and he said, hey, are you on TV? And this is before Mostly Ghost Day. So I was like, hey, are you on TV? And I said, yeah. And then he said, are you on Lost? And I said, yeah. And then he freaked out. And he was like, ah, you're not bad. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah, and he gave me, like, a sticker or something. That was so cool. Now, you recognize or realize, I'm sure, that now that you're going to be on four episodes back-to-back in what is now being viewed as probably the best episodes, the best season so far of Lost, you recognize people are going to be hitting you all left and right with people who are going to understand who you are as young Ben, right? Yes, and I'm so excited. I always like people to recognize me. It's almost, you know, it might be fun for them, but it's always fun for me because it gives me a sense of accomplishment, almost. Like, yay, I, I did something, I did it good, because they actually recognize me. Now, you've been acting since you were five. Is that something you decided, or is that something that maybe your your mom has... I has... decided completely. I was like, I want to do that. I want to be in those commercials. I want to be on TV. And and how did, it, how did they... Also, I loved, I how did you get into it? I got into it because I was at a... I was at a I went to a performance of the Nutcracker in San Diego, and I was like, "I want to be up on that stage. I want to. I want people to clap for me." So that sort of started, and then, then a modeling agent scouted me, and they saw me, and they said, "Oh yeah, I want you to do modeling." And then they said, "Hey, you, your your son would be really good in commercials because he's so active and so good at acting." And sort of from the commercials, it evolved into the TV show. Excuse me, the TV show acting. What what are some of the funniest commercials you've been a part of? Um, I gotta say one of the funniest ones was popsicles and IHOP. They're two. They're oh, 
like popsicles. It's like it's man a popsicle. It's so it's so funny. Then the other one, uh, I hop. It's it was for Horton Hears a Who, and I'm like, huh? And I like put my ear up to like this lollipop thing on this on the pancakes. Gotcha. What kind of projects are you looking at working on in the future here? Are you, do you have anything after Lost? After Lost, I have nothing right now except. I am going to be on uh, in a play. If for those of you guys that want to see me in person, lost fans out there that are in a, that are in LA, uh, I'm going to be doing a play at the El Centro Theater. I think two blocks east of Vine and one block north of of Melrose. And what's this play? It's called Big. It's based on the movie called Big, and I play the the guy that becomes Big's best friend, and I can sort of help him. I help him through his through his big time and getting him back to a kid. Excellent. Well, that sounds so exciting. Um, now, I understand you want to be in show business for the rest of your life. What kind of dreams do you That's have? I want to be a director, and I want to go to USC film school. Excellent. I think you'll get there for sure. Yeah, thanks. Now, it, we can ask you a little bit about the man behind the curtain. I understand that you got to meet some of the cast there. Who who are some of the folks that you are closest to? Some of the folks that I'm closest to. Um, one of the directors who actually is going to be directing one of the who directed one of the one of the four episodes. His name's Bobby Roth, and uh, and he he's one of the ones that I got closest to because he's the director, and I worked with him every single time I. I worked, and then I and I sort and I know Michael Emerson quite well. And when I went back, I was sitting in the makeup trailer one time, and I had to close my eyes because I had to put makeup on my eyes. Then when I opened them, Michael was like right behind, like right over me, and I looked into the mirror. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I freaked out because I had not really realized how big of a character Ben was until this past time because I hadn't watched all the episodes when I had met him. So, if you understand the time period, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Ben. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> and I was freaking out. That is great and we stuff. Talked and, yeah. What What about some of the other cast? Uh, who are some other folks that you've had some interaction with and some some neat behind the scenes stories? Um, you know, do you remember my friend from season three? Her name was Annie in the show. Yes. Uh, actually, her name her the the girl who plays Mad- at Annie is her name's Madeline Carroll. She's one of my closest friends now, thanks to Lost. Uh, and shout out to her happy birthday today as of March 18th. Wow, happy birthday. She turned 13 today. That is awesome. And so you guys are pretty close now. Very close. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, Sterling, thank you so much for spending some time. I know that you you have a busy schedule and are always working on a lot. So I will let you get back to it. And we'll talk to you again on April 22nd. Thank you so much. I can't wait. That's an awesome interview. Thank you. He, he well, you did good too, but um, <laughs> he did he did awesome. He did amazing, and just seems to be such a bright, well spoken, well spoken young man. Absolutely. That he he and you know what I loved about talking with Sterling, Jimmy was, Columbus's future Ron Howard. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he he was extremely energetic and yes and i you didn't can feel it i didn't have to dig anything out of him it, it was really a pleasant interview 
And I felt like, you know, we could sit there and talk forever. And of course, I, I promised his agent that I wouldn't take more than 15 minutes right. of his time. And I promised them that I wouldn't try to hound him for information yeah. until... They called this afternoon just to make sure everything was yeah. going to go smoothly. Exactly. So it was it was a great pleasure. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening to this in the podcast, uh, the... The chat room here, we've got currently there's about 54 people in the chat room as we're recording live. Um, Sterling is actually in the chat room right yes, now. Yes, And he's actually answering questions yeah. and talking with the people in the in the live chat room. So uh, you just never know when you don't come to our live shows what That's you might right. be missing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, of course, we do record uh, every Wednesday evening and Friday evening after uh, a new fresh episode of Loss at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and we just are, we were just very excited to be able to get that. And I want to say a special thank you to Bonnie Koval over at lost.about.com. She's the one who, uh, gave me the pro- proper connections to get that set up and, and total props to her. And, and Sterling, thank you so much. That was awesome. And I look forward to talking to you again. And here's the thing I might have to sit in for that one. You will. You will. And I'll make sure. And plan ahead of time to be here. Very cool. Now the the thing is, is we want the the episode or the interview on April twenty second. We want the questions to come from you guys. Absolutely. Not from Cliff. Not from Steph. Well, Stephanie will get a chance to answer, ask her own questions. But, but right we, now, I don't really have any of my own. And we want you to hold off for for at least one more, maybe two more episodes, because the things that he's going to be able to talk about are how they filmed the various scenes that we're about to see over the next three episodes. Yes. And so we'll we'll get to see all all the different things that he's involved in, the conversations. And so and of course, he's watching the show. He's up to date as current as we are. So from that point on on April 22nd, he will be on the same level as us, only right. knowing as much as we as know. W- right. So he won't have to be. I think that's exciting. He's not going to be uh, hindered by NDAs, non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm. or anything like that. He can really share his yeah. full experience and what's going on. And so looking forward to that follow up interview. And if you guys want to start thinking about your questions that you want to ask, we'll allow you guys to call them in because I'll be able to play your voicemail just like i do for the podcast i'll be able to play those those audio questions uh for sterling over the phone right very cool well this was was really cool that was what an awesome evening i you know this is just some really great stuff and uh you know we thank you guys for listening to the weekly lost podcast and uh that's pretty much all i have for this evening do you have anything else stephanie until next time Stay lost. Stay lost. Well, we, 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 I know. We have a couple other things, don't we? We do. We got some basic housekeeping here. Because we do have this awesome. Just kidding. I know. Because we do have this awesome interview, <laughs> normally this episode would be for our plus members only. But I am not going to hold this one back from the community at large. All the Lost fans out there, I think that they deserve to be able to hear this, this awesome actor that is behind young Ben. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to go ahead and, and release this episode on the gspn.tv free feed for the weekly lost podcast we're also going to go ahead and throw this out into the lost podcast network but we want to let you guys know stephanie and i do podcasting new media work full-time this is our career this is what we do for a living uh lost is one of 20 episodes per week that we release here at gspn.tv we encourage you to come over check out some of our other shows the familyfromtheheart.com fulltimemompodcast.com 
just a lot of other shows. If you go to gspn.tv, there's a sub-navigation menu bar that says the different kind of podcasts that we have. If you highlight over it, it has the list and names of all of our shows. Come and check out at least one episode of, of some of our various shows. We're sure you're going to like it. If you want to find out a little bit about who Cliff and Stephanie are, you can check us out, gspn.tv slash about. And if you want to make sure that you get every single episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast, become a gspn.tv plus member. If you want to find out why 260 people are paying $10 a month for this content, we're not going to explain it to you, but there are testimonials, both audio and in written form, at gspn.tv slash plus. And Stephanie, I think that pretty much takes care of all the big housekeeping items. And of yeah. course, if they wanted to discuss the episodes online with other Lost fans in the GSPN community, where did they go to do that? GSPN.tv slash forum. Lost has its own section. There will be there will already be a thread created for the most recent episode. Um, this one was Namaste. Namaste. And um, so, yeah, you can go over there and and uh, discuss loss, discuss loss. And chances are, if you make your conversation known in the forum, there's a good chance it'll show up on the weekend show. The yeah. Weekly Lost Podcast Weekend Review. That's where we get most of our stuff for that show. Absolutely. And, of course, there's another place we go to turn to hear the voice of the folks from the GSPN.TV community. And uh, those people call in their lost thoughts, theories, and everything else you can imagine uh, devoted to Lost. And how do they contact us uh, to get their voice in here? 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. Very, very cool. And, of course, you can join us live for free if you are uh, if you just don't have the money to pay. You can always join us live. Uh, for those on the West Coast, you can still join us live and not be spoiled by anything on the weekend show, Friday nights, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, if you're on the East Coast or you have access to the East Coast feed... Uh, you can also join us live right after the TV show airs on Wednesday nights, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, both times at gspn.tv slash live. And uh, that's a lot of information. It is. So uh, if you missed any of those announcements, <laughs> feel free to go back, rewind the tape a little bit. And uh, until next time, stay, stay lost. lost.